Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, today we're going to be talking about the opportunities to make money online in 2022, not Amazon. We'll talk about that in a second. What are the new trends? How can you start creating some passive income online and some e-commerce Shopify updates that I'm sure you're going to be interested in, especially after the iOS debacle. All right, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, like I said, we're going to be talking about the opportunities to make money online in 2022. After a successful 25-year career as a deputy public defender, our guest realized it was time for Chapter 2. She started an e-commerce business from scratch, first as an Amazon seller, and then as a store owner in on the Shopify, Shopify platform, not the Shopify platform. Her Shopify stores have generated over $2 million in sales just under two years. And she's also the author of Creating an Online Income Stream, and it's now available on Amazon. Anyways, our guest today, returning guest, one of my favorite people, Elena Saris. But we'll get to Elena in a second. Just have a word from our sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors who help keep our podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Goldstein Patent Law, Honu Worldwide, Netfluence.co, Video Telepathy, Startup Club, and Dragonfish Brand Management. I just want to let our sponsors know you're awesome. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. And Kelsey, you're awesome. Oh, oh, well, thank you. You know what? You're awesome too. No, you are awesome. No. Wow. <laughs> what a lovely Friday. Welcome, there everyone. We go. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Lunch with Nora. Before the rants us, begin. Yeah, before we get heated. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the episode. Uh, this is a live podcast. So if you're joining us for the first time, um, if you have questions for Norm or Elena during the show, you can ask away in the comment sections. We're going to be diving into a super cool topic, uh, one that I'm going to be taking notes throughout the show as well. But before we get started, I just want to do some shout outs to our Beard Nation. Cool Hand 99, good to see you. Uh, AMZ Elite, all the way from London. We've got a Facebook user. Good morning to our whiskers. I have a feeling this is Marsha. Good to see Marsha as well. And all the way from Mumbai, Rad joining us. Good to see you, Rad. It's been a while. Always great to see you in the comment sections. And uh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying your vacation. So um, I, I forgot about that, Kels. So I didn't call you Squire today. I didn't call you Boy Blunder. Oh, yeah. But, but Marsha did come up with a good one. You know, yeah. the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the whiskered wizard. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll test it out. We'll see how it, how it fits, if it sticks. All right. <laughs> but anyways, welcome Eric as well. Uh, good to see you. We do have a great giveaway and we have something that's available for everyone today as well. So stay tuned to learn more about that and, uh, smash those like buttons. 
give us a thumbs up. If you're watching from YouTube, make sure you subscribe so you get all the episodes of our podcast and uh, any highlights or uh, little tips and nuggets that we send out. And if you are on Facebook, make sure you join our Facebook group, Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. Got a lot of fun stuff happening over there. We give away discounts. Um, you can engage in the community, get to know the Beard Nation. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it for today. And let me see. And all the way. <laughs> and Andrew traveling the world, usually in Ethiopia and Georgia. But wow. Good to see you, Andrew. And uh, yeah, we can get started. Okay, very good. So if you do have any questions or comments, throw them over in the comment section. So sit back, relax, grab that cup of coffee, and let's welcome Elena. Hey, how are you? Hello, ya? lady. Been too long. It has been a long time, and especially in person. I haven't seen you forever. No, I know, and I have to correct a typo in my intro. Those stores in their first two years did $4 million. Oh, Mm -hmm. So two, one year and two, the other so two multiplied by two equals four. Well, that's math. And I went to law school because there were no math classes. So I'm going to have to trust <laughs> you on that one. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah. So even better. Um, even better yeah. And it's kind of an interesting story too, because I, I, if I remember correctly, what drove you away from Amazon was a problem that you had every holiday and, and, you know, some of your competitors or, or a competitor was coming up and giving you a copyright infringement problem, right? Copyright. Um, yeah. And uh, the same one both years. And I thought the second year it would be no problem because I literally had this thing manufactured of pictures of me in the manufacturer place, invoices for 14, 16 months at that point. And still they made the complaint around Halloween and I didn't get it resolved until like the 20th of December, the second year, the first year I didn't get it resolved. This was my main thing. I was still selling some things, but not until January. And yeah. so I was stuck with a bunch of inventory and it was just, it's just too easy to black hat people off of things. You know, this started a fire. Okay. It's a spatula. How did it start a fire? Right. But I mean, it's, you know, you say the word fire and you're down until you can prove that your spatula really isn't going to start a fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, all of a sudden you, you took a, you really took a chance because I remember uh, we were in China together and you weren't going down that direction at all. You were still going to stick it out with Amazon. And then all of a sudden you met somebody down there that uh, was speaking at your conference and kind of turned your life around with Shopify, right? Yeah. So he had asked to come with to the trip saying he wasn't an Amazon seller but he was really looking for, I mean, he's 23 years old, um, he and, and another fellow, and they just wanted, you know, handheld trip to China because it can be a little bit daunting. You know, you go yeah. to Europe and you can sort of make out the road signs and somebody speaks English, but, you know, China's a little different. And he had a supplier he wanted us to help him with. So I said, yeah, but you have to come and give a chat. And he tells me he did $20 million last year on Shopify. And I was just like, what? And then he says to me, remember, he's 23. He says, yeah, yeah Lane. But I've been doing this 10 years. Remember that? <laughs> he was, you know, that kid that would go to the Rose Mart and sell flowers at the beach to people when he was 13 or something. So, yeah, that changed everything. When I learned a couple of things, you know, after the debacle with the, you know, big product always being hacked by people on, I, I got into very little products. And I've told this story a hundred times, you know, steering wheel covers, butter dishes. 
And they were doing great. And I was very happy to stay under the radar. I wasn't going for the aromatherapy. I wasn't going for the garlic press. I was, you know, doing things that people needed um, <clears throat> and just doing volume. And then uh, new sellers started to come on that were getting it cheaper than I was. They were selling it for less than I could buy it for in China. And I had good connections in China. And I realized that it was Amazon. So I was just doing their R&D. And, you know, by the time I do their R&D and their customer acquisition, here's this kid saying, hey, you, you can do this yourself. Yeah, you have to do the customer service. But guess what? You get an email list and no one takes your stuff right away out from under you after you've spent all the money testing it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I was sold after that. Yeah. So the techniques that you learned back then, do they still apply right now? Well, back then we were doing churn and burn. So one day we'd sell an ice scraper, the next, sell we'd, next day we'd sell a pair of pants and then we'd sell a, a you know, musical instrument. And you know, we'd test, I don't know, five or six products a week and something would go viral and it would make up for everything. Our cost per acquisition was six or seven bucks. Our, our, you know, our ad spend was easily uh, you know, outdone by the revenue that was coming in, even on $29 and $30 products. Now, no, you cannot do that anymore. The drop shipping of that era is gone, I believe. Um, you, you can, it's just a lot riskier. That doesn't mean you can't do Shopify. That doesn't mean you can't build your own stores, but that sort of non-branded churn and burn, it's a completely different game. There are people that are excelling at it, but they're not new people. They're, they're people who have a lot of money to test a lot of different things uh, in a much different way than we were doing it in 2017. Okay. And one of the things I want to point out to the listeners is that we're not saying that Amazon is dead or it's saturated or any of that. You can still make money on Amazon. I, today, tomorrow, am launching 10 products. Yeah. So if I'm doing it, I am letting you know I would not be doing it if I found other. Do I have other opportunities? We absolutely do explore other opportunities because we, we want to have a couple of different, you know, what do they call it? Things in the fire, whatever that is. That old expression. You know what that is. Marshmallows? Marshmallows, marshmallows in the fire. In the fire. We want more than one marshmallow <laughs> in the fire. So um, anyways, so don't be afraid of Amazon. There's a lot to learn. You've got to keep up with the updates. Make sure you're listening to current information. But also keep your eyes and ears open for other things you might want to dabble in. This could be another side hustle. Uh, like you didn't just jump into this with both feet when you first started going. You wanted to see if this oh, actually worked. And I want to make it very clear. I'm not anti-Amazon by any stretch. What I am anti is are the false gurus out there saying you can get into the Amazon private label opportunity for $1,000 or you yeah. can get into the Amazon private label opportunity and make money tomorrow. You, you know, I, I personally, if someone came to me today and they had no account, now you're different. You have a longstanding account. You've got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing your 10 products are either related to one another or related to something else you've already sold. Yep. But if you're brand new and you want to get into Amazon, I mean, I, it is one of the highest income potential online businesses you can do. But I personally, to be comfortable recommending it to you, would want you to have $25,000 to spend and would want you to understand that you're not making a penny for eight to 10 to 12 months. That's an interesting figure, Elena, because uh, we were talking about the other day and we said, depending on the product, depending on the search volume price and uh, the competitiveness, you were right on. I said 15 to 25,000. And you can do it for lesser things, but the, what yeah. I'm talking about is that great income potential. Obviously you could get into something, 
you know, for $5,000 or $6,000, but you're not going to have the money to, to really blow out reviews, to get the, you know, the velocity of sale that you need to get to, to sustain the, the uh, PPC ads, <clears throat> to make it a real business. And, and so for me, if you're brand new and want to sell on Amazon, which I think is amazing because that's where shoppers are, mm -hmm. I would get into the wholesale model to begin with. And, and you're talking about diversification. I believe in creating several on, online income streams, both for diversification in case like what happened to me, you know, you're sitting there and somebody hacks your everything. Secondly, to, to generate cash flow. I mean, if you're doing <clears throat> some other kind of marketing and, you know, your product takes off and you've got to order 5x of that by Christmas, that takes some money. So you can generate more cash flow. And then just having like, you know, uh, a backup plan. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm the, I think the dumbest chant I ever heard at a event was no plan B. I mean, no plan B, come on. That was yeah. my client. I was in criminal law. My client said no plan B, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll go into the store. We'll steal something. It'll be great. <laughs> you need a plan B, C, D, and E. That does not mean that you open your email every time someone offers a new webinar giving you a shiny object. That does not mean that. But yeah, it does yeah. mean, you know, keep your eyes out for opportunity. There's and opportunity right now. I mean, Facebook in 2017 was the Wild West. Someone like me who had very little experience online, you know, my first Christmas that we, we got back from China in March, July, I put up my store. Um, I have a funny story about that. But by that Christmas, I did $750,000 at about 25 to 30% profit. Yeah. And you can't do that right now on churn and burn on, on job shifting. But there is a new wild west that we can talk about. There is a new wild west. All right. We will get to the new wild west in a second. And I just wanted to point out that if you are interested in wholesale, we have uh, Elena came on and was talking about it before. And also uh, another really good friend of ours, uh, Todd Snively. So he came on and he did a, an excellent podcast. Uh, both of those podcasts were very well received and downloaded quite a bit. So anyways, let's get into these other opportunities. Right. Well, I will tell you, I am actually now partnered with Todd Snively on a new venture, taking people into the online income space or helping people create more. So you have the best of both worlds. I did not know that. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. There you go. So uh, the new opportunity. So right now, short form video, content producing on short form video. So this, this, will go across every platform of uh, online income. And so I, I said um, about streams of online income, I like to break it down. I am doing my cheat sheet notes. <clears throat> I like to break it down to a couple of like piles, right? Yeah. There's e-commerce, within e-commerce, there's Amazon, there's drop shipping, and there's several different types of drop shipping. Uh, you know, you could do private, uh, you could do your own brand, you could do print on demand, things like that. There's affiliate marketing, next pile, affiliate marketing. There's gig work, just regular time for hour gig work. There's what I call drop servicing, which is like drop shipping for products in that you're paying someone less than what you're charging someone else for their services. So curating a, a group of people who will transcribe your podcasts or transcribe your videos or something like that and charging maybe $10 a, uh, an hour and paying people in another country $8 an hour. Um, there's books. There's different ways that you can do books. You can do your own books. You can do private label books. You can do low content books. And then there's expert or course creator. So I like those piles of things. All of them are ripe, except for maybe the gig work, 
for short form video. So in the old days, if you wanted to start an affiliate marketing um, site, you had to like make a site, try and get, you know, articles that are keyword rich and hope that people found you or that you got, you know, ranked for those words, <clears throat> you know, best uh, dog trainer or something. But now these uh, Facebook reels, TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram, there are people who are literally just creating content all, you know, a couple times a day, posting that, getting a following, sending that email list to high ticket offers. Okay. Not passive income. I don't believe in passive income. Passive income doesn't exist. You're inventing, investing in real estate or the stock market. That is passive income. If someone tells you the way to make passive income online, they're lying. Have you seen these? Just put up a website, then drive traffic to it. <laughs> it's like, it's just that easy. It, yeah, they won't just build it. They'll come. But this is, it, it's not, it's not, uh, it's labor intensive without being monetarily intensive. And there are offers that you can send these people to in the make money niche and in, you know, the three big niches, right? People say health, wealth, relationships. I say, get paid, get laid or get skinny. You teach people how to do that online and you're going to get some money. So this kind of short form content where you're creating a following and you're sending those people to these various offers, I think is the new. Now that's for affiliate marketing. You want to do it for Amazon or e-commerce, user generated content. And, and the more amateur I've been finding, the better. The, yeah. the, these like, you know, very polished ones are good. But the user generated, um, you can do the like if you're in a niche that really supports this sort of thing, like if you're in a niche for kitchen products, this short form video content, creating a channel that has like weird somebody, you know, doing something unique. You have to be unique. Cooking can build a list of people who you can then send to your physical products online. So there's a lot of ways uh, people can use this in almost every platform. And I, I, I find it taking off. And I think we have about a two year window where it's going to be just amazing in terms of uh, return on ad spend. You know, Facebook is still there for you to place ads for drop shipping sites. I'm not saying it went away. I'm saying it got too expensive. Whereas our cost of acquisition was $6 before. Now it's 15. And if your average order value isn't 60 bucks, you're going to lose money. Right. Right. So this to me is the new sort of pay a little, get a lot back in a way that we haven't seen since, in my opinion, 2017. So out of those silos, what are your favorites? Depending on what you want. Okay. So uh, in the book that I wrote, I compare all of these and I literally break down, you know, how long is it going to take you to learn how to do this? How hard is it going to be? Like if you were like me and you, Norman, didn't grow up with iPads in our crib, right? <laughs> if your first car had an eight track player, <laughs> um, you know, how hard is this going to be? What is the income potential? And, and I, I do something I think very unique because I think a lot of people that we all know people who are outliers, right? Whatever opportunity out there, there's someone who's going to work 14 hours a day who has a degree in computers or has a, a thousand friends or belongs to some community or just happens to hit on something viral like I did in 2017 for Christmas. And they're, you know, $750,000 in three months. And then there's people who will never open the course that they buy to learn yeah. how to do something. So when I say, what is the income potential? I'm talking about for the average successful seller, not the outliers, not the person who just is a good, who just got lucky and not the person who doesn't implement. So I think that's real helpful. How long is it going to take to make your first sale? How much are you going to pay to like, you know, get into this? And I, and I also, I, when I say that, I also say, um, 
oh my gosh, did someone just write an eight track? Oh, a cassette tape. And I thought they said you could fix an eight track with a pencil. I was like, no, <laughs> um, if your eight track went down, you were done. You were done. <laughs> um, but it, that you have, um, you have to pay to learn some of these things, right? I mean, there's, there's information that you can aggregate on YouTube. But when I talk about how much it costs to get in, then I include somebody, you know, helping you out. Right. I would say the fastest way to generate money right now would be gig work. Obviously, I mean, if you're sitting at home and you've lost your job, you know, figure out something you can do to make to, to put up for the hourly. I will. You know, there's a guy on Fiverr who'll, who'll record himself shouting your name into a bush. <laughs> okay. He, I, I, don't, I can't find him anymore. But when I saw the listing, he had like 95 star reviews, which means like one in every three people, maybe on Fiverr, maybe one in every 10. So he got. Yeah. I'm not talking about that as a way of life, but if there's something, if you can proofread, if you can do voiceovers, if you can, you know, transcription right now, I mean, you throw something into an AI software and all you're doing is fixing it. You're not yeah. starting from scratch. So that that's the fastest. And then Amazon wholesale, I think can be fast. Um, and I just, I, I think those to me that that's where I would, I would send someone brand new, brand, oh. brand new. All right. So, with wholesale, I'm just kind of curious because right now when I'm, I'm thinking that most of the listeners are thinking wholesale, they've got to put huge dollars up to invest in wholesale. Is yeah. that just a myth? That's a myth. That's a myth. You're going to want some money because, and, and the beauty of wholesale, and I wouldn't start it now. Todd and I were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. With the supply chain issues happening right now, I would not start in any sort of Amazon business. Any, any business where you have to send something into Amazon, as we sit here on this day in September, I would not begin it. I'd, I'd look into learning it, but it, there's just too much with the fourth quarter craziness to yeah. begin this. But let's say we're in the normal world and it's January. There's, there's softwares and programs that you can get that will show you distributors who are looking for people to sell their items, either in brick and mortar stores or online. There's a uh, software that you can plug in your parameters and it will shoot out the items that are available for the price that you need. And then there's um, softwares on Amazon to say, okay, this, these items are being sold. Amazon's not one of the sellers. If I keep my price right and I, I get my deliver, I keep my inventory and a couple of other factors, I'm going to be able to share the buy box. So a lot of people don't know that when you shop on Amazon and you press buy now for some of these, you know, regular items like, you know, dishwashing liquid and, and toothpaste, that that the vendor shifts every every little bit. So a really stupid, simple example. Don't take this to the bank. But if there's four vendors and you learn from software that 100 units of that are being sold a day, you can average out about 25 sales of those. I mean, a month or a day or however it is, 25 of that 100 are going to be yours because there's four. Again, it's not perfect, but that's the gist. So once you find out how many units are selling a month and how many units, how many people are on that buy box, and if you can create your own little silo in that buy box, then you know, I have to send 30 units a month into Amazon. And, and you know, because of supply chains, let's say I want to be very careful, I I'm going to send 60 units. So you're really only spending that much money up front. You don't have advertising costs. No one's advertising to your, I mean, you can, but it's not, you know, that people are looking for Colgate toothpaste. You've got Colgate toothpaste. You fit all the parameters. You're in the buy box. You're going to be selling one of those items of Colgate toothpaste. And the people who are making big money on it, <clears throat> like Todd, who's doing multiple millions of dollars a year in it, have thousands of SKUs. They're not creating a product listing. They're putting their item in an existing product page. 
negotiating with distributors so that they can get a, a profit margin on each piece. And then for like three or $4 at a time, making millions of dollars. But right. you can start yeah. with three products that you're putting, you know, a hundred units in or something. So it's not, it's not a huge risk like that, but you do have to spend money on the software and the training. Yeah. And one of the things right now, so th th there's probably uh, a few listeners that are just trying to get into it. They're not into it. They don't have any type of e-com account or Amazon account, but exploring it. And they're trying to do a side hustle. So, you know, you don't have to jump in with, with two feet. Um, just play around with it. And I can tell you that uh, my wife tried to get into the game. She was checking out a few different programs. Yeah. something It just never felt right. But and that's the same with us. So this is the same with Kelsey, same with me. We've we've taken a look at all sorts of things. Before I got into Amazon, I was looking at all other things, checking out drop shipping back back in the day, checking out courses, checking out affiliates. And all of a sudden Amazon came around and that felt right to get into. So yeah. there's all these different things. Like the thing that you were talking about, uh the gigs, you know, just starting everybody's an expert in something. If that's shouting into a bush, well, good for you. Um, but maybe, but, you know, I mean, maybe <laughs> all you have to do is know how to do something someone else doesn't do. You know exactly, exactly. And, and also, so what we're a lot of people will pay for something they do know how to do, but it's a pain in the butt, right? Yeah, it takes me an yeah. hour to create a funnel. Okay, I got a guy that'll do it for twenty bucks. I'm going to give him that all day long because my time is worth so much more than that. Yeah. And that's right. That's when you have to spend good money. You know, you have to know when to spend the money. So I want to just ask the listeners, um, have you been looking or are there any alternatives that you've been looking at and have you been successful at it? So just kind of curious of what other non-Amazon opportunities, except if it's wholesale um, or even arbitrage, let's hear what you have to say. So also, if you have any questions, about any of these either side hustles or opportunities, let us know. Elaine is an expert. She wrote the book on it, literally. Ha ha. And anyway, just let us know and we'll answer your questions towards the end of the podcast. Uh, why don't we do this? Uh, we've got a giveaway today. Uh, Elena, why don't you talk a little bit about your giveaway? My giveaway is a copy of the book. Okay. Yay. And so the book is called Creating an Online Income Stream, Comparing Opportunities and Revealing the Truth About What It Really Takes to Succeed Online. If you build it, it will not come. There is a phrase I repeat over and over in this book. If you put up a website on the World Wide Web and you do not drive traffic to it, it will live in utter obscurity forever. <laughs> no one's coming. So right. all of these, we'll build you a website. We'll fill it with products. Give us $15,000. Okay, but who's coming? How are you generating traffic to your store? I can build the most beautiful store in the world and it can be in the middle of nowhere in, in you know, brick and mortar. And if there's no foot traffic or people walking by or car traffic to it, there, there's no roads to it. You're not selling anything. And this, this is just what drives me crazy about these gurus out there. So I, I really wanted to say, you know, this is, and we have, it has little charts in it that tells you how much money is going to take, how hard is it to learn? And then in the back, I give you the entire breakdown 
of, of you know, every opportunity category and all of the different things and what you need, what you need to do to start and how hard it's going to be. So um, let's say, I don't know what, should I give away one? Should I give away two? Should I, how many, Norm? That's up to I'll, you. So uh, here's what I suggest. Okay. I suggest that we give away one. We're going to also be giving away something today, but you give away one and you tell us how many people that you'd like to give away. So if it's, you know, two, three, whatever it is, we're going to put it into our Facebook group and we're going to have some sort of contest to, to get those people to get those copies. How's that? Okay. And I, that I don't know what the amount is. So we'll talk about that after. So whatever you want, but we'll give that away. We're also going to give away um, one of Honu's products. And the product is, if you guys listen to the uh, podcast before, uh, there's always three things. You can either get a skid, like one pallet storage for free for a year, tariff terminator, which is 400 bucks, or a one month uh, inventory uh, management uh, platform. And that's worth 400 bucks. So that along with the, and you pick one of those three and that along with the book, it's awesome. If you're in North America too, we'll even ship you over a lunch with Norm mug, which you should have today, Elena. You know what? I, I literally 10 minutes before I said, I should go get my, Nor my lunch with Norm mug. And I just forgot. Oh, and then I'd already, okay. had my, I'd already had my quota of coffee. So I, I can't. Well, it, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt me. It's okay. So I, uh, I have it. I've moved three times since you gave it to me. And I, I took it each time. And it's been great. <laughs> okay, good, good. And, and uh, there is actually, so I just saw someone says, does everyone get a book? Not, this is a book I'm going to mail you from Amazon paperback copy. But I have a way for everyone to read it for free. Oh, how is that? Well, it has to do with my community. Oh, okay. So when we talk about that, I can tell you how that works whenever you're ready for that. I will well, talk about that a little bit later on. Oh. I see that in my notes. Okay, <laughs> so uh, let's go to a quick uh, commercial and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Clear Ads. Looking to maximize your Amazon ads ROI? Well, whether you need full service or just one or two services, ClearAd's Amazon advertising experts drive outstanding results across the Amazon marketplace. With over nine years of experience, their Amazon PPC managers have helped thousands of companies to drive down their cost of sales and scale up their revenue, profits, and orders. And with their unrivaled Amazon DSP expertise, ClearAd's DSP services are tailored to your brand. You really can't go wrong. Get in touch today with ClearAd's dedicated team by visiting the link in the description or visiting clearads.co.uk. And remember, more sales, better ROI, incredible growth. Check out ClearAd's today. Okay, we're back. And Tony Segar, I see a happy birthday in there. Well, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Tony. Yes. Uh, and by the way, Tony, you sent me a product. I'm not going to say what it is yet. We're going to do an evaluation of it. I got to tell you, you nailed it again. It's awesome. So uh, it's a five, it's a five beard rating. <laughs> 
Okay, all I got to say is that. Anyways, Tony, congrats. And also, thank you for sending me over that product to take a look at it. It looks fantastic. Okay, uh, let's get back, Elena. What would you like? Oh, oh, very good. I wasn't sure if during your commercial people could see me run away and put... <laughs> yeah, yeah we did okay so let's get back into this let's talk let's get um started talking more about there was a bit of a shake-up uh with the ios thing this this year and you know how do, how do you serve what areas were affected and how do you survive that yeah, so I would call it <clears throat> Armageddon. I wouldn't yeah. call it shakeup. <clears throat> it was really, I'll give you an example. One of my stores from January, just before the iOS, one of the stores was doing 173,000 a month. The next year, the January, we did 23,000. Oh. So the biggest, the biggest, you know, so what it does is it lets uh, Apple users opt out of data collection, right? And so all this time, while, you know, we are complaining about Facebook being creepy and knowing everything about us, it was an advertiser's dream, right? Because we knew everything about you. We knew where you shop. We'd, things would pop up, um, you know, certain things whose names you can't say out loud because they'll start talking that start with A-L-E-X-A will, <laughs> you know, hear you. And <clears throat> then all of a sudden you're going to see something. All of that has changed. And the other thing that has changed was the, the retargeting. So if you had a list of buyers already it became very difficult to to get back to them unless you had obviously you have their emails if you're shopify but if you're just doing these churn and burn stores you really didn't you know you had a certain number of people who bought this one thing but you're on to something else the next time so it the the cost of acquisition skyrocketed because facebook had far less information and so i'll give you an example one of my stores is a, was a christian is still a christian jewelry store christian jewelry and apparel there are interests. If you've never advertised on Facebook, you could say, hey, Facebook, show this to men um, or women who are 45 or over who live in the United States. OK, that one's still there. But any interest that specifies you as somehow different based on a, a, a preference um, or anything that let's say anything that, the, that you could get in trouble for discriminating against in the real world. OK, religion, all of these things you can't specifically target anymore. So I used to be able to say, show this to people who identify as Christian or show this to people who like Joel Olstein, or show this to people who like, um, you know, someone else, like a big preacher or something like that. All of those interests were taken away because in order to, to get to know who those people were, you had to track where they went online. Oh, I follow this person online. Oh, I'm in this church online. Oh, I have a daily Bible study online. All of those are gone. So now you just have to, you, you're much more broad, right? So, if I were to say to you, okay, we're going to go and sell something to people at a Rose Bowl game. Okay. There's, I don't know how many, 50,000 people in the stadium. And I, I want you to just run out there and I want you to find people who like cats. Okay. You know, you, you can just go up to people now, you know, you might go up to a certain type of woman first who might have like, it looks like she has 12 cats at home. So you might be able to like look at something like that, but otherwise you're pretty much shooting in the dark. I mean, you may look at women more than men for cats. You may try and see how they're, how they're dressed. Right. And, and in the old days of Facebook, like it would be like if they walked into that stadium and everyone who liked a cat was wearing a blue shirt with a cat on it. Okay. <laughs> and I told you, you can go into that stadium and find me people who love cats. That'd be really easy. You'd go up to the people with the blue shirt and a cat on it, but now they're all dressed the same. <laughs> so if you could think about like the discerning process just went out the window, that's the best way I can describe it. And so when, when Facebook is trying, you know, they're, they very stupidly um, built their 
you know, I, I, I said, we, we, Facebook is not a business. Amazon is not a business. They are traffic sources, right? And if you build your business in the Amazon sandbox and someone hacks and says your thing started a fire, okay, that's a, tra that's a traffic store. That's not your business, right? So you're, you build on someone else's sandbox. There's nothing wrong with that, but understand that the, the sandbox can come tumbling down. And what and my business came tumbling down because I built it in Facebook sandbox. Facebook's business tumbled down because they built it in Apple's sandbox. They they just assumed that forever Apple would allow them this data for mobile users. And Apple came in and said, oh, we're, we respect your privacy. We want to stop this. This is terrible. And the reality is Apple wants to advertise to you. They're like, why is Mark getting all this money for technology we built that lets us track you? You watch, Apple's going to have this whole platform to target you without Facebook. So how do you overcome this? Your average order value has to be higher. You need repeat customers. So you have to be willing to lose or go break even up front to get people to come back. And you can't right. do that with a churn and burn store. You can't have someone who bought a musical instrument from you one day and an ice scraper the next day, they don't even know who they bought it from. 90% of the people when polled would have said they bought it from Facebook, yeah. right? Because they went, they saw a picture for it. They clicked on it. They got to the product page. They don't even know the name of your store. All right. So you really have to have name recognition, brand recognition, and you have to have an upsell or something in your order value that accounts for the fact that your cost per acquisition could be, you know, 15 to $22. And if you can do that, which is great, and you should, th then there it is a fertile playing field. So I saw someone say, why not Shopify anymore? It's, it's about driving traffic. And once you do drive traffic, you have that traffic and, and you can then retarget those people. You can email them. You can have sales for them. You can have promotions to them. You can send them your new products. And so your overall lifetime cost of, of your average order value of that person goes way up. So even if your cost of acquisition is $22, you know, within the year, they might buy five things from you. And then they'll start yeah. going to the store. They'll know your store's name and they'll type it in. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, we, we look at, even though it's annoying is getting something high value pop up, you know, uh, upsell, downsell, cross promote, anything that can get the person's email. Then once we get it, we're looking at it and if we can send an email every day, we will every day. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be hard in your face. Um, it could just be a quote. It could be a recipe. It could be whatever it is, but we want to be in their face. <clears throat> and that's the other, yeah, that's yeah. the other part of marketing in this game that you have to take a look at those journals. Um, you hear the radio ad. Like I know when I was driving to Toronto back in the day, I'd always hear these radio ads for Saul Corman. And if I was thinking about buying a suit, it would be Saul Corman down on the Danforth. And <laughs> it was drilled into my head that, you know, if I wanted to get a nice suit, that's where I'm going. I wasn't even thinking about anybody else. I didn't even, you know, and I wasn't interested actually, but that's just stuck in my head. Those bloody commercials I heard with Saul Corman every day. And that's what big brands do. It's brand awareness that we yeah. couldn't afford as a drop shipping store. We in, in, in the States or in, at least in, in Southern California, I think it was mostly the West. You want to buy a used car. It's Cal Worthington and his dog spot. And his dog would be a different <laughs> elephant or a tiger or something. Every, every ad. And 
you know, he's not expecting you to go, oh, I'm oh, there. Yeah, I'm going to go buy a car right this minute. They're, you know, they're just wanting to keep top of mind in the affiliate world. And I, I don't know this for e-commerce, but I assume it's similar. Your email list is worth about a dollar per person per month. And so if you if you can get, can get an email list of people who are not only buyers, but buyers in your particular thing. I mean, that again, this is why Amazon is so attractive. Everyone that goes to Amazon wants to buy something. But an email list of your people, they want to buy whatever, you know, beard something, right? Uh, beard cream or whatever y'all do with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Powder. I don't know. What do you? <laughs> Gel? It's product. product. I call it product. product. Right. Right. <laughs> so, you know, get, I always had this thing about, you know, emailing people and I really don't care anymore. And I don't care if they unsubscribe, but I, and I told you about this before. I had a, uh, a client who had over 200,000 emails. He never emailed anybody, nothing, yeah. nada. But the problem is when we got to it, it was probably too late because a Whoa. lot of these emails were so old that they don't remember the great experience they had with the product. They might've only bought it one time. So you really do have to start right off the bat. So it might be a seven day delay. It might be a, a one month delay, but it, you, you gotta get in yeah. there and start marketing or they're just going to forget about you. You're, you're not important. Right. I'd rather have a, an engaged list of 10,000 people on my email list than a, a 200,000 email list that's two years old and you haven't said anything to them. And like you said, it doesn't have to sell all the time. It can be a quote. And then, you know, at the bottom, there could be a link to, Oh, you know, this reminds me of this or whatever. And, and again, that's the same thing I'm talking about with this uh, short form video. I mean, that will create your list. You know, in TikTok, you need to, you need to get a thousand followers in order to put a link in your bio. Facebook Reels, you don't. You could start this tomorrow. You know, you you want to you want to talk to people about about cooking because you have or barbecuing because your your Amazon thing is is a barbecue you know related item. You know whatever that is in the e-commerce world, it's a little bit easier because your niche is already specified, right? I'm at the barbecue thing. I'm going to make these videos about barbecue. It's a home improvement thing. I'm going to do that in the world of affiliate marketing, where you're wanting to teach people to make money online. Every third video ad is about teaching people to make money online. So you have to say, wait, well, who, who's going to hear my message? Who can I speak to? That's different. Like, you know, you, Norm has, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the beard, you're recognizable. You have a brand. Everyone knows you, right? There's a, there's a hundred mompreneurs out there, dadpreneurs, like I'm making money here. Um, so it, once you figure out who your avatar is and how you speak to them, then your uniqueness will cuss the, you know, chafe the weed or whatever. You're going to get to who's going to listen to you. And that's the following you want because you're going to be able to give them offer after offer after offer because they relate to you. So people are going to relate differently to different people. And, and you've got to, you know, sort of know who you are and or at least create an avatar that, that goes to where they are. I mean, I know people who have three different TikTok accounts, one that, you know, that speaks to a certain part that they know that they they relate to and one that speaks to another part. And some of us, some people have that, you know, you can be. You can relate to like the 26 year old bro crowd, right? Or you can relate to the moms. Most people can't do both. You know, I don't think I relate well to the bro crowd. Maybe I do. A shout I out to the bro out there that I relate there we to. Go. But I think more, more often than not, someone will reach out to me and say, oh my God, I saw a rotary phone in the background on your desk. I need, you need to talk to, like, I need to talk to you because I always believed that I didn't have the technological skills to, to be successful online. And I'm watching you. 
So in that way, I do relate. This is very funny. People thought this was a compliment. This is how I relate to the bro crowd. And I call the bro crowd just like guys who just grew up with computers and know what they're doing and have all these resources about technology and people to call and ask questions of. And this is what I used to get a lot in the groups. Well, you know, you really inspired me because like you're older than my mom and you could do this. (laughs) It's like, I know there's a compliment in there somewhere. I do. (laughs) I'm trying really hard. (laughs) Yeah. And I was at a conference in Vegas at the start of the year and this one kid. Oh my goodness. I think he was like 19 or something. And I said, and I don't want, and I was literally, I was the only woman. And then I was definitely the only person over 40, much less over 50. And I said, and I just want you to know, I have some things to share. And if one person tells me I'm their mother's age or older, I am literally, I I will ruin you. I will, (laughs) I'm not speaking to you. I will not help you. I'm a very generous person. I will never introduce you to anyone. And this kid in the back raises his hand. He goes, actually, you're my grandmother's age. Oh my gosh. So yeah, but when you know who you relate to, then those people will find you on these sites and so, you can, and you will build your list and your following. The last five minutes has been gold because it comes down to knowing your market, knowing your audience personas and being able to target more than one. Like I sell soap and there's different weight. We're building out funnels right now for the different audiences. And we know that certain audiences are going to buy subscriptions. We know certain audiences that want subscriptions aren't the same audience. So anyways, you appeal to the different audiences and and then you can kind of split test it. But I love your message fits those, right? Yes. Tailor your message to those. Yeah. And I I love what you were saying about the price point too, because it's got to that point that you have to have a higher value. So one of the things that Kelsey and I were working on is packaging up our, our, our new bundles where, okay, we're not going to make money and and it's a recurring product, right? So subscription based, but okay, we're going to break even or lose marketing here, but we know they're going to love the product and they're going to come back. So we've based it on there and we're spending a little bit more and we're hoping by putting these gift sets together that will draw people in that way. But, um, and then the other thing, so this is, this is another thing when you're working on at least an e-commerce store or anything that you're doing, we want to make sure like there are the candid images. So those are the ones you kind of take off the iPhone that work really well. There's the polished images. And then there's sort of the in-between. And we've spent a lot of time um, working with like just one of our stories. We, we're working with um, like our soaps have a cause, soap with a cause, right? So we give back 5% to, um, to what well, we believe that every human has the Uh, right to clean water. So we give back to these different charities. We also tied in to um, a a documentary filmmaker who's going across um, North America and South America uh, with a Tesla, um, promoting the Tesla, Tesla sponsoring it, but just showing like um, social consciousness. And uh, we got our sticker on the car. We've got him finding influencers and posing through from Alaska all the way to Patagonia. It's just kind of cool, but you have to find these kind of unique opportunities to do that. And people are going to come out. Like when they see the ads that we've put together, they're going to be very unique. 
And we're going after like that. That's one avatar. That's one persona that we're going after. But anyways, I just wanted to harp on that for a bit. Oh my God. I know. Right. Oh in my the God. The, the man, house. the myth, the legend is listening. And now I'm, I'm a little worried about what I say. I know. I was going to tell you, you know, you, if you said like, what do you enjoy doing? I was going to tell you, I spend like four hours a day playing pickleball. But now that Todd and I are business partners, that would mean I'm not working. So I can't really say that. Oh, wait. Oh. Hi, Todd. Is Todd there? Okay. There. I, I'm not playing four hours of pickleball day, just on the weekends. So let's, seeing that Todd's here, why don't we talk a, a little bit about this mastermind that uh, okay. you, you were getting into a little bit earlier? Yeah. So we just started it. It's in beta and we're, I'm pretty excited about it. So when he and I, you know, we're talking about the, what's going on in the world, right? People are needing something. They're, they're, uh, you know, Uber drivers are getting yelled at, waitresses who are being, you know, people are mean to them because there's only three of them left. People who, you know, were, were downsized, who are underemployed, who can't find employment. And people who just said, you know what, after the, after the pandemic, like, this isn't the life I want. I want to have more freedom. And my first thought was, okay, you know, we're going to create a course that, you know, for two or three thousand, three or four thousand dollars, teach people how to make ten thousand dollars a month. And I thought, you know, that's a lot of money for someone to pay up front and not know what's going on. And I absolutely be, believe in creating a course. But then I thought, you know, there's a lot of people already in courses who are struggling. And so we got together and started talking about what did what if we would have if we could have had anything we wanted when we were starting out, what would it have been? And it, for me, and uh, there's one aspect that Todd didn't need that I definitely did need. It would be a group of like minded people who were on the same journey and led by seven, eight figure entrepreneurs who could guide them along that journey. And for me, what I also wanted was a lot of the tech done for you. Either give me a, a funnel to copy or, you know, introduce me to a guy on Fiverr that's that's vetted and good and that does good work. Or, you know, what is an email swipe? Can I borrow your email swipes? Can I see what they are? To explain like real basic stuff. Like a lot of these courses, I've said this before, like even in Amazing, which I thought uh, ASM back in the day, which was yep. a great course. I still had questions. And I literally had a file on my computer. This is a true story. I'm going to say a cuss word, but this was the name of my file because there was this guy named Todd who would go in and answer people's questions because he had already been doing it for 10 years by then. And I had a file on my desk, right? I didn't even know how to save a post on Facebook. If you want to talk about lack of tech skills. So I would copy and paste it into a file that said shit Todd Snively said. And that was a file on my <laughs> computer. And I would open it up when I had a question to see if he had already answered that question in the group. And so we, we got together. We, we, it's a very low price point. It's less than $2 a day. It's $69.99 a month. You get two weeks free. Your listeners will have two weeks free. And we're just we're a mentoring mastermind group. Twice a month we get on and we have Q&As. You want to be, if you want to you know, invest in something that will teach you how to sell online, we will tell you, is that a good course? Is that person trustworthy? Is it something you can do with the skill set you have? This resonates with you? Okay, are you able to do X, Y, and Z? Okay, if not, let's do this. You already have a, <clears throat> a business. You're doing Amazon Wholesale. That's great because you have the number one Amazon wholesaler in the world as one of your mentors. But secondly, you'll say, ah, yeah, I wish I had more cash to buy more things and get more SKUs. Well, all right, we'll teach you about gig work. We'll teach you about affiliate marketing. We'll teach you things you can do for a couple hours a day on the side that, can I, that will diversify your income, but also help you build cash for the business you're currently in. You're doing private label, but you're stuck. Well, what are you stuck on? You, okay, you're, you're doing affiliate marketing, but your funnel's not working. Well, show us your funnel. Okay, use this one. It's better. It's vetted. We've tested it. So if you want to come in and join us for two weeks, it's onlineprofits.community. And the best part is 
all of our resources are there and downloadable. We don't drip anything. We don't hide them behind any walls. And if you want to come in and the people who don't win and don't get my book for free, there's a PDF version. You, you come in and you download it. Todd has an amazing book called The Amazon Code, which explains everything about Amazon Wholesale. You want to come in, steal our stuff for two weeks? Because I'll tell you, if you're in for two weeks and we can't help you, we don't want your money. I mean, you're, we want you to be so wowed by the camaraderie in the group and the way that we help people and the questions that you're getting answered that you'll be like, okay, I'm joining. And, and you know, we, we never had that resource. I mean, I, I know you've been in the entrepreneurial world forever, Todd, but I'm thinking of someone like, you know. I'm Norm. But to, yeah, that's right. Did I just call you Todd? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I call I, I, I'm the other guy in your life. No, it's terrible. God, who would have thought I would be having men? In, anyway, um, it's an inside joke. Never mind. Uh, like your son. I was just having this great conversation with Kelsey about yeah. you know, what someone like him, like, what, you know, he has you as as a guide. But if he were just a kid out of college and be like, I want to do this, where do I go? How do I know who to trust? What's it going to take? And what if I hit a roadblock? How many people do you know on their Amazon journey stopped because something went wrong? Right. You know, if I had stopped when something went wrong, we got home from China. I said, I'd tell you this story. The 23 year old who made $20 million. I put up a Shopify store in July, 2017. I made $48,000 revenue. I lost $16,000. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, and I just did not calculate the numbers right. And as as a as a lesson, I actually posted my earnings screenshot in a big group of Shopify sellers. And everyone's like, oh, "Can I PM you? Can I do this? Can I do this?" And the next day, and I'm like, "I just lost sixteen thousand dollars, and all of you want to give me money to help you because you just saw an income post. So beware, income posts are like one tenth of the story. But yeah, you know, top line revenue. It, yeah. And, and if I didn't have supportive people in my life, I would have quit. Yeah. And I wound up doing $750,000 that Christmas and $3 million on that store the next year. So it, it, you, you know, and I was a lawyer, like how many of you are in a job where if you tell people I want to sell online, they'll be like, Oh, right. Get rich quick. Yeah. Good luck with that. What is it? A multi-level marketing, you know, and you don't have people who are cheering you on and rooting for you and celebrating your victories and, you know, crying in their milk with you when something goes wrong. Do people still cry in their milk? Yeah. Um, sometimes, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's what we have. And so okay. I'm, I'm really, I'm proud of it. You know, there's a lot of things we sell sometimes to make money. And, you know, Todd and I, you know, we, we, we have our own businesses. We're doing our own things. You know, this is sort of our labor of love. But the other good thing is you named the platform and Todd and I have taken the course <laughs> gone through the webinar. I mean, somebody the other day DM me with an email they got. And I, I sat through an hour and a half webinar and that's an hour and a half of my life. I can't get back. Um, yeah. but, you know, but it, I know enough to know this is not a good course for you. This is not going to work for you. Um, right. And then if you are in a course that we're in, we actually have little separate modules about that. If we're currently working that program where we'll share, you know, Hey, I just tried this funnel and it worked. Right. And so it's I just think it's an amazing opportunity. I'm biased, of course, but I it's it's one of the most thing the things that I've done. And I've done some pretty cool stuff that I'm this is this is what I'm really proud of. And I can also say that uh, I know both Elena and Todd. I've known courses that they've brought out in the past or masterminds. And they've all been excellent. So um, I have no problem. Anybody who's listening right now, if you want to check it out. Great. Um, I don't want, like, we don't pitch, but go over there, check it out. It's uh, two weeks. You get it for free. Yeah. And like Elena said, um, if you're just trying to get the resource materials, 
take it. Take it. Um, they don't, you know, they want people that are going to be engaged in part of their community. And one other thing I want to say, well, first of all, uh, it's, we're going to be going to the wheel of Kelsey in a second, but hashtag wheel of Kelsey or tag two people and you'll get entered into today's draw. Now I do want to say Elena and Todd have both been on my other podcast, which is called, I know this guy. And, uh, absolutely incredible i mean todd todd's podcast um i was all choked up if you want to hear a story about how somebody came overcame some real tough pro i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what's going on but i'm telling just go and listen to the podcast and you'll you'll be amazed the guy and he's not even my guest. I should be talking about you. But anyway, I know Todd is sitting around going, yeah, he's loving this. He's loving this. <laughs> but <laughs> Elena's as well, you know, just go, go and check it out. And also uh, check out the last two podcasts that we had with Elena, where she was talking about wholesale. And she was just talking about some of her struggles, um, which how she got through them. And one of them, I think you were sitting in your car parked. If I out. remember correctly. Tell me more. <laughs> no, you were you were in your cars on the side of the road oh, doing the, the one of our podcasts. Podcast. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah. Coming okay. from a football game. <laughs> All right. So Kelsey, I think this is the part where I say sponsor, please. All right, here we go. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, we are oh, back. I just reconnected with Sean. Good man. I like Oh, him. did you? Yeah. Ah. Okay, <laughs> so I think it's that time, isn't it, Kels? Yes, it's the Wheel of Kelsey time. So uh, you have about 30 more seconds before we go to it. Um, but here is the song. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right. Okay. So if you're new to the podcast, we do giveaways every single episode uh, with our guests. And uh, make sure you come back Monday if you're not today's winner. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to shuffle up these names and give it a spin. If you are the winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com and let's see who the winner is. Chuck, Chuck, get it again. Oh my gosh. All right. So, Chuck, you're the winner of the whole new worldwide 
Um, you can get your pick of one of three services from them, as well as a copy of Alina's book. And right. uh, I've been posting a link to the Amazon page if you want to take a look at Alina's book, as well as uh, the online profits community, which you should check out um, down below. So all in the comment sections, give it a give it a look, and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Okay, so Elena, you're off the hook, and hopefully you don't take so long to come back. Well, I know that was well. You know, I had I had to write the book, so it gave me some time. So that was oh, good. okay, that all was right, good. yeah, anytime. And I just I think it's really important to have a, a sense of you know trends and what's happening. So I think it was it was fun. It was a good chat. Thank you. You are very welcome. And again, that book has it all laid out for you. What are the latest trends, what you can do with online marketing in 2022. So check it out. Um, thank you. I can't wait to actually meet in person again and have a Coke zero with you. Okay. Just anywhere, anytime you're within a four hour drive of LA, you call me, I'll come. All right. Very good. All right. <laughs> all right, Elena. Thank you very much for coming on. All right, everybody. I hope you liked today's show on online marketing, online marketing trends. Um, had some fun. Elena's uh, always so easy to talk to. But uh, anyways, Kelsey, where are you? Hello. Hello. All right. What are we all got? right. Oh, I do okay. know one thing. I know one thing. What? Uh, the CMS, the Collective Mind Society Formula One. Uh, we're going to be posting it into the group. Uh, we got a few things happening. We got a few new add-ons that happened, um, which is pretty cool. Anyways, Kelsey's going to uh, put the video in there. But we do have uh, two seats uh, available. If you're interested, just let us know. And uh, uh, I'm not going to go through the list of what, what we have going over there, but it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm posting the link down below. Check it yep. out. Uh, and Elena, you can definitely stay around if you have the time. Uh, she's asking if she should stay or go, but uh, stay, definitely stay if you have the time. We'd love to talk to you afterwards. And uh, yeah, as for the Beard Nation, thank you everyone for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a little different talking about uh, more about the opportunities out there instead of like specifically Amazon or uh, Shopify. So hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know if this was something you really dug, uh, you can let me know, k at lunchwithnorm.com. If you have any other topics or uh, guest suggestions for the episode, we'd love to hear. Um, also, don't forget to join the Lunch with Norm Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective Facebook group. Um, so we're going to be dropping, after talking to Elena, see how many copies we can give away, we can grab from her and uh, post in the Facebook group to share. And uh, yeah, that's where all that information will be going. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you, Kelsey. No problem. All right. So uh, just a reminder, we are live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. We've got an awesome community. We're, I just go to our Facebook group and you'll see how engaged everybody is in the conversations, the, the engagement on these calls. We love it. Keep it up. We could not do this without you. And we will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, guys. Lunch with them, lunch with them, lunch with them.